This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Soul Audience. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soul merch from buyjack.com slash The Soul Audience. You can also go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and I ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Welcome back, Slardians. Is this the Slardians? I have so many shows. I am so overwhelmed by all the greatness of today. And now so we're. Um, oh, well, shit. Wait. I'm Marcus Boston. And I am Cecil W. Adams. I almost forgot you was here. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just still overwhelmed from our previous meeting. That I just, man. <sighs> Shit's dope, man. Hey, Tribe. We're back. This is Swartians. And uh, today we have on a very special guest, um, a new member to the Tribe, mm-hmm. uh, new Swartian. We have on Stephen Bleich. Did I get that right? You got it. Yeah. He doesn't like one thing I know about Stephen. I've known Stephen very long time. Uh-huh. He does not like infused audience clapping in his shows. I was just surprised there's a live audience. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Stephen is uh, the person that uh, turned myself and my lady onto uh, Schlitz Creek. And uh, we tried to get him into uh, what's the one, Ashton Kutcher? Uh, the Netflix show? Uh, the Ranch? The Ranch. But he hates the infused crowd audience. Oh, what do you oh. even hear the words? It's just clapping. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's it. Never watched either one of those shows. No. If you think You'd love Slay Street. It. It's mm. hilarious. But yeah, he hates the infused uh, uh, live audience. So you'll tell me after I push the button, huh? Yeah. Knowing I pushed the button. I knew you were going to do it. I've been thinking about it all day. I can't wait <laughs> to tell you about it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I knew what's gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna let this happen. So Stephen will cringe. <laughs> I even did it twice. Just immediately checked the time. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. Right. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, um, where we start off at? This man. I'm so uh, week that was. Week that was shit. Um, hmm, week that was. I have no. I'm gonna go last. So I can't remember shit. I did. Stephen. Uh, do you want me to give you an example of how yes, it was? Please. Okay, okay I'll go first. So uh, this week I've been working at a uh, Christmas pop-up bar. It's called Holiday Spirits. Mm-hmm. It's over uh, across maybe at 1031 Lynch Street. And uh, I walked in on this last Saturday and uh, they had a drink menu. I hadn't seen a drink menu. And I walked in and they're like, oh, here's a drink menu. <laughs> uh, okay and you know had to go down three flights of stairs in order to use when somebody wanted to pay with their credit card had to go down three flights of stairs run a card run all the way back upstairs then grab that person's card run all the way back downstairs run that card and run all the way back upstairs I think I did like 27 trips damn three flights of stairs but I will say like yeah it's a clusterfuck 
right now, but they had it all set up. They had 3,000 reservations when they were setting up up the street. They had this uh, place that they were doing the pop-up. Mm-hmm. Got an argument with the people that own the building, whatever, whatever, whatever. They split, and then they, they got that bar together in four days. Wow. And, uh, you it's know. It's a Christmas miracle. Nailed <laughs> 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 oh, it. Uh, it was Nailed a Christmas it. miracle. Nailed and, uh, it. Uh, you know, it's been fun. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they've asked a lot of me and I've done a lot for them. And then they asked a, a bunch more out of me. Oh, <laughs> they asked a bunch more out of me. And then I had to, I had to lay it down and be like, Hmm. Look, man, I don't mind doing a, a lot of stuff for you, but as the Joker says, anything you do, great. Don't do it for free. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had to, I had to, for the first time in my bar business career, I had to be like, okay, man, this I'm not doing this for free, mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't have the knowledge. They wanted it. They wanted my knowledge, and I was like, so "Trying to pimp you, man." Yeah, which is which is fine for the most part. You can pimp my clientele because the the shit is around the block from my house. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it while Bob's is still going through the process. I don't mind doing it, but I'm not going to do this whole shit for you for free. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it scared me to say. Like when I was saying, I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck," but I said it, and the guy was like, "I respect that," and I was like. All right, cool, man. Yeah. And like I've said in the past, it's like as long as the check's clear, I will do whatever you need me to do. As long as the check's clear. Mm-hmm. Check done clear. No hard feelings. I'm for rent and I'm all lease, but I'm not for sale. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, they've, they've provided me with an opportunity to, you know, experience a uh, doing a pop-up bar. I've never done one before. And I've done pretty well with them, you know, working that situation. And I'm sitting there learning. And I know next year, Tyler Bob is going to have a pop up white trash Christmas party, uh, pop up bar. <laughs> and I think it's going to be amazing. So every Christmas you've ever attended. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's going to be so easy for me is because I, I just go over my past experiences. Blair, get the fox. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm currently reading a book about white trash. So I'll be I'll be very versed for next year. I'm prepared. I'll be very very. You are reading. I'm being studious right now. I'm ready to it. I'll be ready. I'm prepared. So uh, that was my week, and uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, third week vegetarian, so it's great. Are you? Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Okay, I love it. I seriously just it's. I feel so good, and I go work out. Work out hard, harder than I've been working out, and I don't wake up sore. We're vibing. Yeah. We're on this level. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Steven, how was your week? It was great. <laughs> Just getting back from vacation? Uh, my... Oh, I didn't go. No, I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about his. I'm talking about... I guess, Well, I guess you've been back for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's been like two and a half, three weeks now. Okay. Ish, give or take. All right, so just the past seven days. Anything yeah. cool happen? Yeah. So since I've been back from said trip. <laughs> we'll get into the trip. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into the trip real soon. Double entendre. <laughs> um, I love it. Big words. I love big words. Uh, so since I've been back, I've been really hitting a lot of hippie shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just kind of expanded my horizons a lot. So as soon as I got back, I really got into yoga. Nice. 
So I've been attending the basics class, mm-hmm. which has been awesome, very slow. And they recommend you do six classes, mm-hmm. and then you get to graduate and go on to like some other low-level classes. Right. So I picked one that I thought was low-level. It was available to all people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Slow Flow Vinyasa. It's a slow in the middle. Right. Uh, so I went to it, and this little guy starts it and he's like so glad you're here i don't know why this says it's available to everybody my class is very challenging (laughs) (laughs) so you walked in you're like i am "Ah." sitting there cross-legged just i immediately start sweating i was like (laughs) i was like i'm not supposed to be here oh man the guy next to me just did the basics class with me the day before and we both struggled so i kind of looked at him like (laughs) i don't think we're supposed to be here um, but yeah, we ended up going through it and, uh, turns out yoga is a lot about like being in awkward positions, but just kind of focusing on your breathing while you yeah. do it. So it's not a matter of fact, if you can like do everything, it's mm-hmm. just that you try, mm-hmm. you hold it and you just focus on your breathing. So, and that's what, that, is that because yoga is supposed to be some sort of meditation because meditation is always focusing on your breathing. Yes. So the entire thing can be meditation, especially if you focus on your breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely starts with meditation, ends with meditation, which I really like the joint spirituality slash being physical. Right. Exactly. It's kind of two birds, one stone for me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Did you, uh, I mean, you just started it, right? This week? Yeah. Well, no, not just the, well, I graduated. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel yourself like feeling better and like, yeah. Yeah, I just man. feel like every time I'm just a little bit more flexible, just trying a little bit more, right. a little bit more focused on my breathing, just get a bunch out of it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, it's, 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 that's what I love about yoga. And obviously I don't do enough yoga, but like even like the little shit I do when I wake up, you know, I do my breathing, my mm-hmm. Wim Hof breathing, and then like I'll do some stretches or whatever. And I'm trying to build into the uh, the five Tibetan uh, movements that are supposed to line your chi when you start each day and uh, that even just doing half ass like trying to do it and I'm not there yet but even doing that I like feel fucking amazing and then doing the cold showers and all that stuff it's just like ah oh, man mm-hmm. I feel fucking great to start the day and it's those rituals yeah it's it's the discipline discipline is freedom rituals same thing you know that shit changed me personally like I just like sticking with shit like marcus you know mm-hmm. like you you you've done so much just by like waking up and then doing the cold showers and shit and like doing the intermittent fasting like that shit i think that in like increasing what i read has done as much i've done a lot so i think once i really come to terms and absorbing the words that I read in the books, like the physical stuff makes more sense. So like when I do the breathing, when I do the coach hours and the stretches, it makes sense when I read about, you know, how a man thinks or like even read about like cultural stuff or historical stuff or how empires are built. Like, oh, I see how a person, a Genghis Khan, or Alexander the Great, you know, a Caesar, they had rituals that they were taught by Socrates or Plato and learn how to think that allowed them to conquer half the known world. You know, do, you, do you think it's because you're eliminating distractions? Like you're not like, Oh, I'm sitting down reading this and, but my back hurts and this hurts. And like, I, I, you know, like I didn't do this today. It's because the clarity that you got all that shit done. Yeah. You can put the pieces together. Think everything that you read, um, 
makes sense now. So now when I read a, a religion book, it makes better sense because I read a book that had nothing to do with religion, but I see the common thread between it all. Yeah. Are you doing the Winhoff Method breathing too? Not as well as Cecil does. I try. Well, just that little kind of act. I mean, I don't know if they flag it as like meditation, but it really is. It is. It is 100%. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. Re- that alone like helps you like allow to focus on other things that like, I'm not a reader. Mm-hmm. Never been a reader. Neither am I. I can read now. <laughs> <laughs> I can read. I'm just not a reader. Yeah, right. But, but right. now. Up and but, down. I can do it. Right. And then I'm more of an audible guy. Like I, I love listening to audiobooks and mm. you know, that, that shit, like it, 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 to me, it's like when I get in the car, when I get in the car and I'm driving wherever, even if it's a five minute fucking drive, I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a book. Learning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning. And, and, but it's, it's, it's that thing. If I get in the car and there's music, on, I'm like, what the fuck? No, we're supposed to be listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook, you know? And that's, you know, to me, you know, that's what's changed me was just that little fucking steps, you know, started out making my bed. Then it started out making my bed and stretching when I wake up. Then it started, you know, making my bed, stretching, doing breathing, then making my bed, stretching, doing my breathing, then doing a cold shower, you know, that shit. And then going to the gym after that, you know, that type of shit led into me becoming more holistic, not just with my physical health, but also my mental health and making me in that in the blood flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that motherfucking blood flow that got freed so, up. I, I don't know if Steve, but uh, I used to have a, like a vertebrae that was like crooked in my neck mm-hmm. and then uh, the chiropractor fixed it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I apparently been working most of my life off of not necessarily half, but not full blood flow to my brain. And so, yeah. And it, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a gun. But yeah, now like the, the full blood flow and then plus you throw in being Vegan for the last three weeks. I got all the blood flow going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Marcus, week that was? Uh, week that was for me. I think uh, in the last week, I got some great books that I look forward to reading. Um, one was Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z, Born in America. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z is America by Michael Eric Dyson. Amazing book. Amazing writer. Michael Eric Dyson, one of the leading philosophers of all types. Um, he wrote a book about Jay-Z, one of my favorite people. Reading that, um, reading another book called Culture Code, um, just understanding what culture, how a successful culture is built, the framework of it, and giving even leading books after that. That's a good one. Um, reading another one called um, uh, White Trash, 400 Years of Class in America. I am so into that. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, I just want to go buy that. Yeah. I oh yeah. My child. And the other one is a uh, master of the word. Like, if I want to reach people, if I want to communicate at an effective level, I need to do some work to understand what those pillars are from a historical context to. I mean, it encompasses from the alphabet all the way to the internet. So it really is a comprehensive um, explanation of how the human, the word has divided and unified people. So if I want to be in a situation of media or communication, I need to have a good understanding of how to execute that at a high level to make my time effective and useful. Um, then outside of that, just a bunch of documentaries on Amazon Prime. They can get a whole conversation. So. Uh. Yeah, I live on. I'll say a lot of things about the whole, you know, Amazon domination thing, but like the documentaries on Amazon be lit. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. So that one that you had me watch, it, mm-hmm. it was funny because uh, which the, one was the, it? Uh, 
Uh, mind control. Right? Mind control. It was called mind control. Something that was a physi- uh, psychology of mind control or something mm, like that. Yeah, something like that. Let me look it up. Go ahead, keep talking. All right, so, uh, like when I started watching it, <laughs> fucking Alex Jones comes up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Fucking Alex Jones, god damn it!" And I, I text him. I was like, mm-hmm. "Really, really, dude, you're gonna say this podcast and Alex watching. Jones on it?" But then I kept watching it. And I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I see where you guys are coming from." You know, like, uh, you know, there has been mind control. It has happened. Like, get it. And then, uh, so that started me on this whole documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I watched today was about uh, transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, The one I was saying, I'm not to cut you off, was State, state, uh, state of Mind, state the, of the Psychology of Control. Not okay. as, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but he... This guy, uh, what's it? Alex can fly. Alex wants to fly, or something like that. Like the yeah, yeah. That's the name of each other. Alex wants yeah, to fly. Yeah. So he goes into transcendental meditation, but then like at first it starts out as like he's totally pro TM meditation. He's learning about it, and then uh, it goes down a path of like, oh shit, this guy's kind of a cult because they're wanting all this fucking money from you. And then, like it, it like the where where I was like in with Tien was when he was like talking about it at the beginning, and then at the towards the end he was talking to a guy that gave a proven given the Tien movement a hundred and fifty million dollars. Woo! Yeah, hundred fifty million, which is I can say is more than us three have. In this room right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, like, like I'm yeah. off a million or two. That's a safe bet, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like talking about that, and then like what the the guru had said he was going to do with that money, and then none of it got done. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when that guru they gave the money to had died, he had given out to his family over 150 million. I'm like, <sighs> hmm. Yeah, and with a TN, they they give you a, a mantra to say to yourself while you're meditating. You know, mm-hmm. and then come to find out, there's ten mantras, and they divided up ever <laughs> those ten words. They divided between everybody else. Oh, you can't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody what your 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 mantra is. Yeah. Come to find out, all ten of them were the fucking same, and yeah. they divided up between each other. And it's like not even creative. No, no. God. But people want to believe in something. Nothing sells better than hope. People want to believe in something. But people then everybody wanna... on the board, everybody on the board, the board of directors mm-hmm. or whatever it was, was all the 10 people that were the most, had the most money out of everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Yeah. That's it. You think you're doing something great. All you're doing is feeding somebody else for money. That's all that shit is. It's like with the the documentary on like the the Bakram Bakram Yoga. Oh, Bikram Bikram that was on uh, uh, Netflix. I have heard about I'm it. Putting it off. Yeah, I, I I tried watching it, but then like I knew as, within the first ten minutes, I was like, as soon as it's like it's about sex stuff, I get like really uncomfortable. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as the guy comes out, he's like thirties nine years old, and his uh, wife is like. Nineteen. I was like, ah, yep, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> sounds like a little little uh, uh, people's people's church of uh, Jim Jones here. Mm, sounds like a setup. Sounds well, they like got a setup. The, they got the new one that's a uh, wild wild country. What is that? It's a uh, it's a Netflix documentary where they're going into this uh, 
uh, it wasn't a cult at first. <laughs> at first, it was basically kind of like a, a transcendental meditation. Like this guy, like they, they're buying up all the stuff, and all these people are giving him money. And, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, cults aren't a bad idea at first. But the people, the leader of the cults, always it always turns into money mm-hmm. or money and sex. Mm-hmm. Sounds very human. Was, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that that's what it turned into, and these guys started like trying to poison Nixon because they keep thinking they're, they're above those two things. Like, yeah. You think like my, I, I am fully aware of my hum, my humanity and how I'm susceptible to sex and money, but me being aware of that, I think allows me to leave from a position of honesty. I'm not above sex and money. I love it. I know I'm susceptible. Not saying I will fall for, it, but I'm not stupid enough to think I can't. Mm-hmm. So I know that if someone walks in that's into my attractive level. I am susceptible to be taken advantage of, but knowing that allows me to defend myself when it walks into me. And I think that's a better level of leadership saying, oh, no, I'm not going to fall for that. Yes, you are. You're not above being a human being. And I think that people that get involved in that thing, oh, I'm so strong. And all. No, you're, still, you're human first. Before you was whatever this title you are, preacher, pastor, CEO, you are still weak to human wants and, and, and needs. And the fleshly desires. Exactly. I know. I know what my weakness are. So I know. Oh, I see the devil right there. Deep breath, and we're gonna handle business today. And I know that I think I have a better chance of being successful of defending myself than someone that says, "No, I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not that guy. I am that guy. I'm, I have potential to be that guy. But let's handle business anyway." I don't know where that rant came from, but we heard now. So, <laughs> <laughs> love it. So, uh. So the reason, one of the reasons I've been trying to get my friend Stephen on for a while, I've tried it well once, but uh, he just came back from a trip that uh, we've, Marcus and I have talked about before that we want to do, and I really want to dig into this. I really want to dig into this trip, and Stephen, why don't you? Lead us in and and tell us where you just came back from two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. The floor is yours, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, I will say that. Like, thank you for coming. Thank you. I almost said thank you for coming to the corner. Thank you for coming to the trap. Why am I? What? I, 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 I Marcus has a podcast called I need Continent a Corner. I need to go. To, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I spent a lot of time. Just got to plug here. it a couple times. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. Like I just just. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. This is about you, baby. Go ahead. Yeah, it's about you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Since I've been back, I guess I've talked about this a couple times, but I never really journaled about it. So, before I came here tonight, I was like, "Let me just get this out." Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was actually very cathartic for me to start writing. I ended up with like eight and a half pages before mm-hmm. I got here. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I texted Cecil, and I was like, "I'm going to be late." I was like, "I'm just like t- journaling hardcore." I was like, "I need to finish this before." Just I said, "Be later, sir," because we actually yeah. run late too. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were. I was like, I looked at. I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's Looked and busy. It worked. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. So I just got back from doing ayahuasca. I was cool. I would have clapped, but he doesn't like fake clapping. So uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Nah. <sighs> would you? That's a real well, one. Could, could, could you? Could you explain to people that are listening that don't exactly know what ayahuasca is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, ayahuasca is a hallucinogen. It's actually a mix of two different vines. Um, I think ayahuasca literally means vine of death. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
which isn't a big hook for anybody. You had me, you had me at death. <laughs> Ooh, to play with death? That's, that's cold. Um, but basically, these two uh, herbs that they mix together, the medicine, uh, is um, a form of DMT. Yep, which is a hallucinogen, and one is actually. In but your whole- body, your body produces DMT naturally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. In your frontal lobe, in your third eye, right? Nailed it. Go ahead. Sorry, let me cut you off. I just, <laughs> I'm just giving perspective. Yeah. You fanboying on uh, I am. DMT? Go ahead. And the other part of it is actually an old school. Well, it's a vine, but it produces an old school. Uh, I think it's MOI inhibitor, so it's like an yes. antidepressant, mm-hmm. which is very interesting to think about those two things together. Right. In it, one little something's a psychedelic, vessel. and then like you got a suppressant. Like it's like. What? Do these yeah. things go together? So this is a na- this is a naturally curated thing in nature, correct? Yes, absolutely. So this yeah. is nature gives you everything you need. It does. It provides. Always have, always will. We're the hey guys, we're the problem. The earth don't need us. We need the earth. Just yes, saying. Absolutely. Um, so typically, this is out of um, South America, um, where it's done in the Amazon forest, Peru, Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's shamanic shamanic people. Uh, that are kind of guardians of this vine and this herb and this medicine. Um, I did a lot of research and was actually thinking about going to Peru to do this um, when I f- came across a couple resources that pointed out that there's a couple places within the United States that you can take it. Mm. Um, it is, I found three places that are considered legal. Mm-hmm. One is in Beverly Hills. I love the first was considered legal. Then the second was Beverly Hills. I bet it is. I, yeah. I bet they do have the income yeah. to do. I, for those yeah. rich people out there. Them sons of bitches. Yeah. You Kardash- like some, Kardashian hoes. Yeah. There's some really nice spa. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always heard, I, I, I've heard that there's yoga studios. It's always yoga studios mm-hmm. that like offer that as like, oh, if you're in the know, like you tap on the shoulder, like you do mm-hmm. ayahuasca. You know, uh, I've heard of like two or three in New York and in uh, mm-hmm. LA, which makes sense, Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, but you definitely have to, um, for it to be considered legal, it has to be um, just like it's considered a ritual of a church. Uh, okay. So the place that I went to, I actually had to join the church first. Okay. Um, which wasn't too difficult. <laughs> was <filled laughs> the, was there a, was there a monetary value involved? With no. So really? Yeah. There was oh, no wow. there was no donation that you had to give to the church. So when you go down there, you pay for um, you pay for the ritual. You don't pay for the medicine itself. Okay. So you're paying to be part of the right. ritual, mm-hmm. part of a tribe or a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not paying for. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you really. It's a. It's a two-night, three-day stay, mm-hmm. um, and you can get some upgrades and stuff. So of I, course. I like this is, a bit, this is capitalism, yeah. baby. It's so a I paid, thing. But I paid an extra hundred dollars for to stay in like a yurt, like an, a standalone yurt, as opposed to like sleeping in like a big tent with everybody. And right. I was like, "This is worth it." <laughs> <laughs> extra hundred bucks to stay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I need my private space. <laughs> How much for a chocolate on the pillow? I know. Right? No. <laughs> Pillows, beds, all included. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but altogether, I think it ended up being like around seven hundred dollars, which isn't that. No, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. No, no. I found it very affordable, and this is uh, located in Orlando, Florida, which was kind of like mm. Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, is this legit? 
Yeah, so, that's that's what I would worry about. My yeah. first thought is like, is this really ayahuasca? But then I was like, man, those flights got to be cheap to Orlando. <laughs> right. It's Florida. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like really when I got into it and started looking, I've been interested in ayahuasca for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to kind of a lower point in my life and kind of was like, I got to do something. God would bring you down and lift you up. Yeah. So I was definitely down. And I was just like, I actually started looking into microdosing. So Mm -hmm. it was the first thing that I started looking at. Mm -hmm. um, Because that's kind of like a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what they're doing in Silicon Valley. Like uh, all the, uh, I guess, uh, creators mm -hmm. that are in Silicon Valley, they're microdosing DMT right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's it. So does microdose come in like a pill form? No, 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 no. They they just like when they're they're because correct me if I'm wrong, but DMT is like a, a smokable thing. Okay, I, I've I've done DMT and it was like a basically like you you light it, smoke it, inhale what you can, and hold it as long as you can. You breathe it out and then you're off. Mm. So uh, Silicon Valley has been wanting their creators. Like uh, coders, whatever microdosing DMT to create mm-hmm. better creativity. Yeah. So there's a lot of things, and you can microdose. They're trying microdosing on everything right now: mushrooms or um, psilocybin, mm-hmm. weed, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to just kind of level people out. So I kind of looked into that, and I was looking more for like a. They do a lot of like uh, government-led trials right now. Mm. So oh, I was kind of government. looking to get old government, kind of be in like a little bit more of like a regulated sort of trip, or like you just want, to, yeah, you trying to find the the right way to do a bad thing. Yeah, Not saying it's a like, bad thing, yeah. but like yeah, the safest also, way as possible. Yeah, also like you know, I you know what you're gonna take, yeah, and yeah. stuff, you know, yeah, exactly. Buy forty bucks of DMV from Bob, and you don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so, just so everybody knows, DMT is all natural, but so is so is ayahuasca. They're both all natural, but like uh, me reaching out to some guy in her or some person in Peru is way harder than just like, hey man, this random hippie, like, hey, yeah. could you put these natural substances together to create DMT? This. DMT is way easier, but ayahuasca is like the most authentic authentic way to a treat achieve it's the DMT. longest version of DMT. Ah, okay. The runway that, is a lot longer of, of yes. enjoyment. With, DMT with, is like for for me, DMT was like fifteen seconds. Mm. I mean, it felt like fifteen. <laughs> it felt like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. but coming to find out, it was like fifteen seconds. Mm. And all I could ever do is get to the gateway. I could never like get mm. through it. Type you got thing. to the gate of Six Flags, never rode a ride, huh? Correct. Mine was a little bit longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> he was at the amusement park for days. Yeah. <laughs> so seven seven hundred bucks to to take the journey. You had to get down to Orlando. Yeah. And you did all the research for it and yeah, I mean, really, I like. Was there like Yelp reviews? Started into there was there are. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I'm joking. So the church is Soul Quest Ayahuasca Church of Mother Earth, which is so hippie, which I love it. I love right, it. Right, I love no, it. I love it. I love it too. But so like, so I started to research the thing. Obviously, before I go, that's just the kind of person I am. And then yeah. there are Google. It's like a four point nine. They are killing us. <laughs> <laughs> 
They ah. are killing it. And so I read through all of the reviews. There's like, I think of over a hundred or so reviews. I read through all of them. There's people that kind of did like, um, like videos of like them before and after. And they actually invited somebody and like filmed the whole thing. Most of the whole thing uh, there, they kind of left out the ceremonies and stuff. But, and then this person like kind of wrote his like, non-biased kind of feedback for it it was mm-hmm. just like i was like all right i'm sold let's yeah. do it yeah and just kind of booked it and booked it about a month out i scheduled it for around my birthday which was on the 25th i was like this is a little birthday mm-hmm. present to myself something that i can do to focus on were you myself. going for a reason yes uh so uh i have a problem with alcohol <laughs> mm-hmm. okay um so i kind of like was in that area that low space and that like looking at a microdosing, I know that like that can help you with addiction mm-hmm. um, as well as ayahuasca has a long history of helping people with addiction. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to kind of go there and kind of see like what happens. Can this help me? Will this help me? Um, and that was like my main goal and focus when I went. Was to not say cure, but help with the addiction. Just to kind of, yeah, just to see what, it, like, because a lot of people, if you read the information out there about it, I mean, they even, like, put it, like, in their information, like, you know, this can help with addiction, um, childhood trauma, any sort of trauma that you've ever PTSD. had. PTSD. It's a form of therapy. Yeah. Maybe um, break, break the grip. Not necessarily get rid of the, the hole, but at least break, at least loosen the grip that, that, that has on you, whatever yeah. that is for you. They had people, uh, there were a couple of war vets there, mm-hmm. like just people dealing with stuff. Yeah. So it was very, and that's what uh, like uh, psilocybin, which is, uh, I think it's a derivative of like mushrooms or whatever, like the mm-hmm. psilocybin. They're actually testing it right now for uh, war vets with uh, PTSD mm-hmm. because it gives that separation. Yeah. Uh, from their trauma, they're like, oh, I can disassociate with the trauma by using psilocybin. Mm-hmm. So now the government is looking at, like, oh, maybe we should mm-hmm. utilize psilocybin or be able to prescribe psilocybin. And I feel like ayahuasca is a, a version of that where you can displace yourself from whatever addiction you have. You can displace yourself from it. Like, this this was the old, old me. Now this is the mm-hmm. new. I've seen this spiritual world that is above where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I can take, you know, I see what else is out there. I mean, maybe I'm way off, but you know, I know now after taking this trip that there's other shit out there. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, please continue. Cause like I'm into it. I'm just trying to give a, I guess 30,000 look 30,000 foot look into what you're talking about. So you went down, you went, you went. Okay. So part of it actually before is um, a little bit of preparation. Okay. So they, about two weeks out, they kind of send you some information. They give you a little information packet about Mm -hmm. like what's going to happen. Things that you can do to get yourself ready Mm -hmm. uh, for this. One of them is called dieta, which is about your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of lays out some fundamental rules. Basically, uh, some, the big one is no alcohol. Mm-hmm. It can affect uh, how many weeks out? At least one. Okay, I did eight days out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a big one. Uh, they really want it to be plant based. No pork is a big one. Um, and makes uh, sense. So I really went 
all in. I did raw vegan up until the point of going. Still am raw vegan, actually, today. Nice. Um, and Marcus, so, do you know what raw vegan is? No, but it, it, it's not like it includes no meat. So I was like, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So it's vegan, no plant or no animal products or byproducts. Right. And then you don't cook anything above 118 degrees. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's what, actually, what are you, what are you ingesting? What are you? A lot of cashews. It's like, you make <laughs> I was it like, a, what? Make like a hundred and you put it on. Oh man. I am actually. I said the fuck? Yeah. The 118. What are you cooking? I, nothing. There's no cooking. It's mostly blended. <laughs> oh <here>. shit. <laughs> Yeah. Carry on, Lord Jesus. I will say that my palate has really opened up, and like I am digging this food right now. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I almost sound like eating food when you high. Somehow that shit hits different. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so the dieta you kind of have to get right. Um, I immediately started getting into meditation and meditating every day, a couple times a day. Um, focus on your breathing because, like, a part of it. So, like, as you're reading this document, it's kind of telling you what to what you can experience mm-hmm. to not really expect anything so don't have any sort of expectations or preconceived notions of what's mm-hmm. going to happen because everybody's experience is going to be different yes right some people don't have any experience they have nothing that has no really? effect on them um and uh to not have those expectations because you're going to be super disappointed mm-hmm. with um, so some people, th- that being one side of it, the other swing of it is like, you might experience yourself dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and part of like bringing yourself out of that is to focus on your breathing. Um, you're supposed to go in with an intention. So, uh, mm-hmm. something that you want to experience to like really get yourself right. So um, your intention was to stop drinking alcohol. Yeah. My intention was I want to be healthy and free of addiction. That was okay. my intention going into the first night, and then I kind of changed it for the second night. Okay. Um, and then you also have a couple questions that you're supposed to prepare for the medicine. So something different from this, is, um, which I realize is different from other sort of hallucin- hallucinations, is that you really have something there with you while you are hallucinating. Um Mother Ayahuasca is what they call it. Um, it's mm-hmm. the universe. It's kind of your spirit guide during mm-hmm. this whole thing. Um, so you're supposed to have a couple questions for it. Um, I never had to ask any questions because it was kind of just talking to me the whole time and letting me know what I That's needed dope. to know. That's fucking dope. Um, so, yeah. So I really kind of put off this preparation going into it just because I was a little nervous and anxious about it. Right. And then that kind of week out, I was like, all right, let's, let's get into this <clears throat> and really jumped into it. And then this place actually does something really cool. Before you come, you can join like a video chat with the uh, people that run the place and with everybody else that's kind of going to be in your little group. So you kind of get to know each other a little bit before you go. Um, and they kind of just talk through the whole process with you, make you feel easy. And these people are just so nice. And just as soon as I got on there within five minutes of being on this video chat, I just felt at ease. I was like, this is the right decision. I'm doing the right thing. These people are going to help me. Yeah. So one of the questions I did ask is I was like, I was like, Hey, first timer. (laughs) <laughs> i was like i kind of you know i've read a couple things and i was like let's say i get super into this and you know i kind of 
it starts getting dark, I was like, what can you do to bring me back? Mm-hmm. I was like, because that was a very huge fear of mine. It's like being in this, yeah. like... Is there a rope on me to bring me back to... Yeah. <laughs> if I go too far? Yeah. Um, can you guys pull me back? Can you? <laughs> um, so she, uh, this lady, her name was Verna, was very nice. And uh, she's actually a co-owner of the place. was like, there's a couple things we can do to bring you back. Um, one of them is called Reiki. You made me one too since mm-hmm. you brought it to think. Have you heard of Reiki before? So it's like a tobacco-based product. Yeah. They blow yeah. in your nose. And it's yeah. Like, I, yeah. They blow in your nose? Yeah. 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 What kind of smoking myself? It's, you're not smoking it. But you're, you're past, but you're like on the Oh, first. when I'm already gone. Yeah, you're already Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. What it does it is it like shocks your system back into play. Uh-huh. And so it kind of grounds you again and kind of lets you know where you are. I did not do that. A couple people did it. It did not seem like it was for me. Because <laughs> 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 it is supposed to, like, if you haven't started tripping it, it's supposed to kind of push you into it. And if you are, like, deep in it, it's supposed to kind of pull you out. Um, Thank you. I did not need that and or want it right. while I was there. So my biggest question, I'm not biggest, but one of the questions I have is, like, so every person that, I've ever heard talk about going through the ayahuasca. They're like, you either puke or shit your pants. <laughs> it is a real fear. Yeah. 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 100%. How are you ingesting it? Are you drinking it? Smoking no, it's it? A, it's a, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, shit. Sorry, I put my hand up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I responded to that very well. Like, like, oh, stop okay. talking, but I was like, oh, I, oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. You're, you're, the, you're the pro on this. Yeah, so you tell us. No, so really, okay. So finally got there. Um, got there a little late because my flight got delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts at like medicine taking is at eight. I got there at like six, like mm-hmm. off the plane to the place there at six. Um, got there like right when they started, um, kind of everybody went around this big circle and introduced themselves, kind of stated while they were there and then, uh, kind of went into the, I guess like the do's and don'ts of like what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dr. Mike, mm-hmm. uh, they had, so he's a doctor in psychology. Um, they did have paramedics there. Um, it was very, very like safe environment, which I right. was something else that also like helped put me at ease. Um, but he kind of started it out with kind of what was going to happen. So the first night, if you've never taken it before, it was going to be a half dose. Mm-hmm. You could take more, but you had to wait till like halfway through to kind of see where you were. And I was like, half dose. Yes. Thank you. Because <laughs> I am already a little anxious about right. this. A little happy right. will be good. <laughs> what was the demographic of the group? Um, all white, sir. All white. People. God damn it! <laughs> a couple, a couple, um, black people as well. Like um, a couple, like three. How many kids? Did you count them? No. <laughs> so it's more than the ten. Okay, so it was about thirty-five people altogether, okay. which is a little bit bigger than I expected. Uh-huh. I would say three to five. God, I gotta get down. There. I gotta bring yeah. some people with me. We gotta go do it. I gotta do a retreat. But it was, <laughs> but it was a, it was actually very interesting. It was a wide variety of men and women mm-hmm. and a wide, vast, um, age group. I would say somewhere between 18 and late sixties. Damn. Wow. That's good. That's yeah, the scope okay. of life experience. Yeah. So there was a ton of different areas of people that were there. So it kind of felt really interesting. You had like, um, what I kind of pictured as like the kid who's like 
younger and like having this like experiential like life journey Mm -hmm. and then you have like people that are kind of like me that are like trying to figure shit out Mm -hmm. um and then you also have some older people that are kind of trying to figure (laughs) some shit out (laughs) (laughs) figure out shit late in life i love it just like trying to figure it out I still know what I'm doing. I'm 65. I'm out of time. (laughs) But God bless them. That's fucking dope. It was very interesting. That that was like, I wasn't expecting you to say, wow, 65 for like the the other end of the spectrum. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, So as Dr. Mike's kind of talking to us, you know, everyone's a little anxious, I think. People that have yeah. like first taken and people, you know, that were taking. Was there were, was there other people there that was there people there that have like this their second, third time? Oh yeah. There were okay. people there. Um somebody was sitting next to me, it was like their eighth time. God so, damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for a good time. Yeah. And those people are still a little anxious too, because you you don't know what right. the ayahuasca is gonna give you. Yeah. Right. Um so we kinda asked, like, you know, does everybody have some sort of version of what God is? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like yeah, and mm-hmm. he's like, it doesn't have to be God, God. He's like, do you believe in a higher energy? Do you believe in mm-hmm. nature? Like, is there something that you believe in? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yeah. Was this like a, a church in like rural Florida? Or was it was right it- outside of Orlando. <laughs> no shit. Disneyland, Ayahuasca Church, Chick-fil-A. No shit. Okay, fair enough. It's like I'm just trying to give perspective. Like, <laughs> It was a huge property. So I can kind of describe the property for you. Too. Yeah. So it was a very big property it was a house that had obviously been converted a little bit and added on to um so it was a big house um in the back of the property um there were two large tents um that slept about 15 to 20 people each mm-hmm. um and kind of behind that was the big ceremonial tent i forget what they call it it starts with an end, but it's basically this big octagon with a fireplace right. in the middle um, that's kind of where we all like convenience started. And then out behind that, there was a place you could bring your RV if you wanted to camp out. There were like the little yurts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very large, large property, which had a lake, it was ducks. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there were ducks. It's, 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 it's good stuff. money out there. Yeah. Florida, pro- Florida real estate depends on where it's at. This is yeah. reasonable. So there was no so, basement, though. There was no basement. No basement? Oh, there's, there's no basements in Florida. Because the land, right? Because like swamp lands and so forth and so on. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah some, yeah, some yeah. close to that, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, he asked about, um, well, you believe in a God? Hmm. Uh, and then everyone was like, yeah. And he's like, is that God good? And he was like, yeah. And they're like, does that God love you? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, just know that. He's like, everything comes from love. Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of, you know, that, releasing and well, I, that's one of my fun questions. Like, I, I feel we are the guy we're looking for, so he's yeah. just as good as bad as we are. So, like, for me, in my in my perspective on life and doing a little bit of reading, is like you know the combination of the guy that <clears throat> we're aware of was the person looking in the mirror. So he's yeah. just good as bad as we wanted to be, mm-hmm. and I have comfort in that person. And I think God's a woman is just my own personal thing, but. You know, in regards of that question, I'm like, yeah, I'm the guy I'm looking for. So I'm as good as I want to be. I'm as bad as I want to be. Yeah. And and that's everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, I feel you. Yeah. That, like, the, that's it's, super deep. The, the Probably the deepest we've ever been mm-hmm. down in the tunnel. But, like, yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You're your own person. I can't wait to get this for me, boy. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like once we go down that, that path, I'll be like, ah, we both can't do it at the same time. <laughs> I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have to take take care of him just in case it comes out. Doesn't come out the front end. It comes to the back end. I don't want <laughs> video. <laughs> Anyway, please, Stephen, proceed. Absolutely. Um, so the second part was really um, focusing on giving in to the experience. So you can kind of restrain and you can kind of fight it whenever you're going through it, um, which is not a good idea. And I'll kind of talk about that later during my mm. experience. Um, mm. But what they focused on is the only way out is through. So the only way to really get through this experience is to give up surrender to it and just experience for what it is and come out the other side, which at the time, like listening to these things, I'm like, okay, this is a little bit of some idle chat, whatever this is. Mm. Okay. Let's just get to it. Right. Um, so kind of also went into like people experience this very differently. So don't mm. be alarmed at what you might see or hear um, or experience. Um, he said that you can ask for help um, at any time and there will be people around to help you, which mm. is always nice. Um, <laughs> he said you can get up and move if you need to move. A lot of people like felt the need to like go sit by the fire or that they just had to like they were crawling out of skin like I have to move. So there, he's like, you can absolutely get up and move. We are happy to help you. He's like, but just know wherever you move to, you're still going to be. So there's no running away from it. There's no like, I'm going to walk this off. It's going <laughs> to run away from yourself. Yeah, baby. It's going to be there waiting for you. Um, and then his last word of wisdom is uh, don't trust an ayahuasca fart. So... <laughs> <laughs> Delves into your question a little bit. All right, <laughs> yeah. Don't trust it. Just yeah. be. Just and be. So from there, we like started. Be shitty. It's gonna be yeah. be real shitty. From there, we really started the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So we kind of all met around the fire. Uh, they set up these kind of burning bowls of sage right by the fire. You walk up one by one. You kind of bend over the sage. They throw um, this blanket on top of you. Um, they kind of do this whoosh like hands over your back and kind of throw it into the fire. Um, and then you kind of get up and you can go to like the next station. They give you some Florida water, not water from Florida. It's actually like a scented water. That's like using the spiritual, um, yeah. spiritual things like, right. Okay. So it smells really good. Right. Um, but they put it on your hands and you're supposed to like rub it, rub it all over. Right. You. right. Um, and then you take a little handful of your intention, which was beans and rice, dried <laughs> beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> or you take a little handful of your intention, you stand by the fire, you kind of put your intention into um, what you're holding, kind of focus on it, say a prayer mm-hmm. if you need to, and then you kind of throw it in the fire and release it. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody did that. And then we kind of broke out into our perspective areas. Um, where you were going to lay on a mat during your experience. There were three big ones, the two tents and then the, the other ceremony place. Um, so I found a mat in one of the tents by the fire. Uh, you kind of sit there and wait, and then the shaman goes through the process of blessing the ayahuasca. So there's certain things that he does and mm-hmm. uh, chants and blessings right, right. and all that right. jazz, which is really nice. 
Uh, and then they call you up like group by group. You go up and you get your medicine mm. and you kind of go up to the person, uh, the shaman. He kind of looks at you and he blesses right. a little piece of medicine and gives it's it like, to you. Good luck. Yeah. And then you <laughs> go back and you wait and you kind of just sit there. And then once everybody gets through another little prayer, mm. um, and, uh, then you take it. <laughs> This is like a like a soup bowl. Like, you're like no, so it was about a tablespoon. Okay. Uh, in this little um, custom ceramic Soul Quest Church of Mother Ayahuasca cup that <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. it was like brandy. Get to keep this. You know? <laughs> no, they brought it. They took it from you. Like, Shit. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> I put this shit on IG. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited and then so disappointed. <laughs> so, uh, so you took, you took, you, you yeah. took it. You take it, and then there's a little sediment left in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to take a little bit of water and pour it in there, mix it up, and then mm-hmm. swallow it back down. It tastes. A lot of people know it tastes horrible. I thought it tasted kind of like um, soy sauce, like a very umami. You got me. I love Asian. Yes. Mm. So it, it had like a little other kind of taste to it but mostly like soy sauce Mm -hmm. um so you take it Mm -hmm. and you are supposed to kind of sit on your mat sitting up kind of like meditation Mm -hmm. uh breathing this is to focus on helping to keep the medicine down because it does um you're gonna purge on it some people don't purge which is very interesting um people that don't purge i'm kind of like (laughs) that's still in you Yeah, so, you got you got problem problems. Yeah. That ain't came out your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you're kind of sitting there, and you're just kind of waiting. They're like, it takes about a half an hour, forty five minutes to kick in. So everybody is kind of like in their own zone, like getting right. Like, like I, like, I like even edible. You got to wait for the hit. Yeah, get into you work. Do it. We'll do what it do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sitting there, and like everybody's doing their own thing. So a lot of people are meditating. Some people are just you know sitting around, looking around. Um, some people are laying down. They say don't lay down. You fucked up yet? No, I ain't fucked up yet. No, yeah. I just sit and wait. They also said that. They also said don't ask everybody. Uh. <laughs> See, so yeah, you fucked like, up. They're like me neither. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're like you're gonna know. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I'm just sitting there and kind of rocking back and forth, like meditating again, like very anxious about like what's gonna happen. Um. Just getting myself right, practicing my intention, practicing my breathing. And um, somebody lays down, and I was like, oh, thank God, I'm going to lay down too, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so I laid down, and I'm just kind of like, you know, again, like focusing on my breathing and mm-hmm. uh, laying there. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I start to see, like, nothing intense, but just maybe like a couple, like, blurry lights whenever I close my eyes. And the whole point is to keep your eyes closed. So it's a very internal process of mm-hmm. looking inwards. So keeping your eyes open was disorienting for me um so keeping your eyes closed definitely almost helped ground you a little bit yeah um so were you feeling like sit to your stomach or anything or i felt a little bit like a little bit of uncomfortableness but nothing like that was like oh i'm gonna throw up right (laughs) uh so took it Mm -hmm. there starting to trip and all of a sudden, like, it starts out very beautifully. Mm. It was like, some people don't get a lot of visuals and stuff. I, I had a lot of visuals. So it kind of started out as, like, this warm, like, 
glowing orange light that kind of was just bathing over you, which was so wonderful. Right. Just um, basking over your body. Just basking. Like, you're just like, ugh, like, glistening over your spirit. Glow. Mm, yes. Like, just on you. I was like, yes. And then it kind of went into this, like, disco ball of, like, rainbow colors, like, just kind of playing in your head. I saw this really cool neon lion, and then I'm like, it is. I'm in the takeoff. I'm in it now. Here we go. Clear for takeoff. So, yeah, so then it kind of really started going. Um, There were, so so some people that had taken the medicine already before had taken um, whatever dose they felt comfortable with at the beginning. So, going into this, like, some people are like tripping very hard around me and it really started to kind of like, especially when I started tripping kind of like threw me in like a certain direction. So like this person across from me was like having these like howling and like crying and like moaning fits, um, which was putting a little negative juju on my, like what I was dealing with. Juju on a beat. Um, (laughs) And then this guy in this other tent, who I came to find out later was um, a war vet, was having this insane sort of like uh, trip. He was screaming. Um, <laughs> it was funny the next day, <laughs> but at the time he was screaming, You're a stupid baby! You're a stupid baby! That's just a baby. And in my head, I'm like picturing this guy like going through his own trip. I'm picturing him being like a child and his parents are yelling at him. And I was like, holy fuck, what is happening? Who hurt you? What's happening? Yeah, and I'm just like really, really kind of like weirded out and like not in a great place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But then I kind of started to slip into it and that kind of started to fade away a little bit. Um, so you get lost every now and then and that's why you have your intention. So I found myself lost kind of in this, uh, experience and I was like intention. So I started to see my intention. I was like, I want to be healthy and free from addiction. And when I said that this kind of, it was a human heart, uh, that kind of appeared before my closed eyes. Um, and whenever I said, I want to be healthy, the heart was beating and kind of grew like leaves and like vines and stuff and like mm-hmm. actually started growing. Right. Um, and then whenever I said free from addiction, like the heart was like decaying and like rotting and like mm. falling apart. So what it was telling me obviously is that there's two roads that you can take. You know, one is a healthy road. Um, and the other one is a road of addiction. So you, it was, it, it plainly said to me, it didn't like physic or, but it was literally like i i knew what it was saying and it was like it's like you know the roads and it was like you know what's gonna happen like this it was almost like you're silly for asking me this like right. you know you telling me you came here to ask me this silly ass question yeah. boy <laughs> really this yeah. is what you came to the genie with this yeah <laughs> of was, all the things in the world it really was <laughs> that's like that's it. insane to me because like to me, it's like you're, you're coming with this purpose and you get down there. You travel all that way to get down there. And it's like, well, you know there's two roads. This yeah. this one is going to decay or this one is going to prosper. Like, you didn't need to come down here to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that, is that yeah. how you felt? Well, okay. So, um, yes. 
Yes, pretty much. I was, um, I continued throughout the experience kind of getting lost and coming back and forth. Nothing crazy kind of really, um, stuck out at the end again. It did, um, kind of give me again, like two paths. It's like, it's like you can get help or you can't get help. Like you can help yourself or you're yeah. not going to help yourself. Right. Um, and then I really like started to come out of it. Um, pretty quick, and I, I say pretty quick. I'm well, three hours into it, I started to come out of it. <laughs> no shit, three <laughs> yeah. hours. This is half a dose on, first, on yes. day one. Okay, yeah, this is half a dose. Um, so I kind of started to come out of it, and I, I think I compared to first night and second night, I think I metabolized it very fast. For other people, mm-hmm. some people were in it for a lot longer, and some people, I don't know anybody that was in it for less than me. I came out of it pretty quick. Um, so I kind of came out of it, and it wasn't like poof i was okay it was more like this kind of warm like okay it's yeah, kind of cool just and wound and, yeah and just staring at the now, fire do you, and, do you think the um metabolic response was due to like were you, could you're a smaller person or in a different shape that other people have more things to attach that allow them to be there longer no um it's really they kind of stated that it's it's per person like mm-hmm. it really affects people differently mm-hmm. so like there's some people there that like um have done this before and they were taking like four tablespoons like their first night so it really depends on like and they told they told me about this one person that had to take like um 12 ounces of it for it to actually work damn so it really depends on like who you are your body type and just kind of and i think a lot of it bring me a jug please bring me a jug (laughs) it really depends on like i think your mindset too are you also did you follow the diet right yeah. did you get yourself right mm-hmm. are you clean are you here right. are you open um, i think it really really depends on that um but yeah it kind of came out of it. it was also really cold that night so i mm. think that was really attributed to me not staying in it because mm-hmm. i was really focused on keeping myself warm mm-hmm. um i remember asking this um lady for a blanket <laughs> um she did not bring me one turns out she was deaf and <gasps> Damn! I was like a little offended. I was like, because all these people. Okay, also the situation. I'll go more into this, but there's like people in each tent, and they're like watching you and like everything. Yeah, so make I sure like, you're not dying. Yeah, so I like. Let's go die on me, man. Can I have a blanket? And she like walked away, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they had the deaf lady in your yeah. tent, and then tell you she was deaf. Yeah, that's they set you up a failure. <laughs> so damn okay. the deaf lady, ma'am, ma'am. Man, uh, I asked for a blanket like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so doing this to be funny. She did yeah. it. Oh, yeah. well, I got your... What? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, okay. shit. We might be okay. canceled after that. <laughs> so eventually, like, I came out of it and, like, was okay. And they, like, walked you to the bathroom. So I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And my the only reason I went to the bathroom is because there was, like, a bed not used to me next to me. And I was going to grab the blanket on the way back. This <laughs> <laughs> was strategic. Yes. So I went to the restroom on my way back. So that um, same war vet that was screaming, stupid baby, um, <laughs> actually got up and, like, darted. Like, he was tripping hardcore and, like, got up and started running. What? So they, like, immediately, like surrounded him and like coaxed him like down to the mm-hmm. floor there was no like tackling or like touching him I, or anything um but kind of like coached him down so like they like the person was walking me in the bathroom like obviously took after this person so i walked back and i was like blanket like, <laughs> nailed it <laughs> nailed it um but yeah so that was the experience for that night 
um, and then kind of went back to my yurt, slept. Uh, when you're on this, you don't really sleep well. So right. I slept for maybe four hours, then mm. I was up and like, yeah. Were you like refreshed? Were you like, like, <sighs> yeah, I was tired still, like, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like four hours sleep tired. Ah, uh, okay. You know? Yeah. You like stretch thin, different experience. What do I do now? Trying yeah. to put it together, tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you. Were, yeah, I feel like you maybe you went to a place you're like, man, I don't understand it, but I got another time to go in. Like, that's exactly where I was. Yeah. I was <laughs> again. They tell you not to have any sort of expectation. I was a little let down by my experience, <laughs> right. um, but so I kind of just stayed in my little place all day. Um, there was an option to do a day trip. You had to pay a little bit more. Um, but, Obviously. Capitalism. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't want to. The idea of doing it. So you do it at like noon. You like sober up by like four. Mm-hmm. Then you like um, you have like two hours and then you get back on the trip train. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting and thinking about myself and think about what's going on. Yeah. 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 So I definitely kind of just stuck to myself for that period of time. And then um, they kind of coax everybody together for um, integration, mm-hmm. which integration is where you sit around um, as a group. Mm-hmm. They kind of break you up into smaller groups with each of the kind of owners or like main um, practitioners there. And everyone kind of talks about their experience, what they experienced during their um, trip. So everybody kind of goes around and talks. And then you really like get this sense of like camaraderie because everybody is kind of going through their own bullshit Mm -hmm. while they're there. And everyone's kind of talking through it. And this is like a complete area of no judgment. Nobody mm-hmm. is judging you. Everybody has their own baggage. Mm-hmm. The only reason why they're there. So you're just kind of listening to these people who are saying things that they wouldn't say to their best friends. Like mm-hmm. um, people that are hiding from their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, my parents uh, don't know where I am. You know, I'm kind of, I just got to do this. Um, so it's a really nice experience. The whole point of this is to like, not only be there for other people, but, um, you can hear people talk about what they're going through and it kind of resonates with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of being out of it. Um, and also another thing is like being able to say your experience and kind of cement it as well. So everybody's going around. It's great, great, great. Um, and then it got to mine and it's still disappointed. <laughs> uh, <sighs> kind of start talking about mine and um, immediately start like tearing up and like almost crying. Right. When I'm talking about my experience. And I was like, oh, shit, that was a little bit prolific. Like, that was kind of right. a cool thing that I experienced in, like... It, like just it, getting it out there. Yeah, like, yeah, getting it out. And then it really just, like, hit me, like, all at once. And I was just like, okay, that was pretty cool. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, It wasn't as bad as I thought it yeah, was. I learned some things. That's great. Right. Um, which was awesome. And then um, went in... They did a breathing exercise that you could go into after that uh it's holotropic breathing which is a breathing method that was invented after they outlawed lsd and other hallucinogens mm-hmm. and this guy i forget where he's from but he created this breathing method that um you can do it basically you can have like an out-of-body um experience or mm-hmm. start to trip based on this breathing so that was really cool yeah <laughs> okay 
So I was like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to try whatever. <laughs> so you go into this big tent and you're, he's like, oh, Dr. Scott's doing it. And he's uh, teaching us how to do it and like how to breathe. And he's like, we're going to follow this like tape almost. And he's like, breathe like they breathe. Breathe however you want to breathe. He's like, we're going to start on our backs. He's like, if you want to stand up, stand up. He's like, if you want to like get on hands and knees and start doing it. He's like, you're going to want to scream at some point. He's like, just let it go. Mm. Um, he's like, your hands and toes might like actually seize up. He's like, that's fine. He's like, you're infusing your body with oxygen. You're lowering the CO2. Mm. He's like, there's chemical reactions happening within your body. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so we do that. And, um, it lasts for about an hour and a half to two hours. I kind of left after an hour. Like, <laughs> Thanks, guys, but they've had enough. Yeah, but it was great. Like, uh, I really felt like very alive and mm-hmm. energized and yeah. everything after. So, to your point, like the breathing and stuff, like it really does, you know, yeah, fuck help yeah, you. man. Yeah, like the, the the breathing is what makes you. No matter who you are, if you're, you can take, you can take six deep breaths. Before anything, whatever, you take six, like, super deep breaths, you're going to feel so much more relaxed. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird. I don't understand it yet. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to. But, like, just breathing makes you feel so much fucking better. Yeah, it's a mundane task. You do it. You don't even know you're doing it. Yeah, and And you're like, uh, man, I feel like a day, but like you're just like doing it, and like, man, every breath I take. Stop breathing. Tell me how it works out for you. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. It's just like you you start breathing, and then like you're like, "Ah, this is so dumb, blah, 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 blah. And then like after you get like 10 breaths in, you're like, this is fucking dope. Like I feel fucking amazing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, we did that and then kind of broke and then got right back into the ceremony for the second round. Um, did a modified version of everything before. Um, same thing with the blessing. Mm-hmm. Tent, go get your medicine. This time they let you choose how much you want, um, depending on your first experience. I want it all, doctor. I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> I was still very anxious. So I still had these people in my mind from last night that were had these like very intense Thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know how much I want to take because that looks scary to me. <laughs> so that made me say, "Ooh, I want some of that. I'll, I'll have what they're having." Okay, good. Yeah, you you would have had a good time. I want to be all open. <laughs> take it from me. Um, so I did one and a half tablespoons. Mm-hmm. Most people did two or more. Um, also, people that did like the morning. Uh, ritual some of them were like no this older gentleman who was like the 65 kind of thing was like i was like how are you doing we all kind of like had these like really like nice conversations with each other um and he was like um i witnessed myself dying today uh he's like my lord and savior jesus christ came down and saved me he's like i'm going to sit this one out tonight and i was like I completely understand. <laughs> so he kind of like sat and watched. Everything. I'm impressed that he, him him choosing for that to be his guy that would even choose to play with that role because you would think people in that line of belief wouldn't even take the time to play around or interest in something that's so um, self-involving. You know, yeah. like most people that buy into the Jesus Christ Savior concept that's it. There's no like testing that theory because mm-hmm. once you test the theory, you usually might realize that maybe this guy can't get get, in, get into his own party because he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he, 
No, that's how that's how it's. So you know, I get I get that. Um, a lot of people aren't coming there to like kind of find a new religion or anything like that. Um, I think they're just kind of coming for whatever the experience is. And I think, yeah. and I think like the person said at the beginning, like, do you have a God or do you have, you know, some idea of a God? Um, that kind of is what, what for me to, and I'll kind of talk about this in a little bit, but like whatever you kind of portray kind of comes back mm-hmm. to you. So that's probably his religion and that's what he needed at that point. That's his comfort. That's his comfort. That's his, that's his. I mean, got this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you got to where, like, I'm satisfied with what I experienced here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, same thing. Sat down on the bed. Start, took the medicine. Um, sat there. This time, I, my stomach was a little bit more upset. Um, oh, I didn't talk about purging in the first one. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No worries. You're lost in it. And then all of a sudden, like, you sit up like a jack-in-the-box. Mm. Uh, you get uh, your own little trash can that you get to carry around with you. Uh-huh. They're like, take it with you. This is your best friend <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you pop up like a jack-in-the-box and you just throw up. And so going along with my um, intention to begin with, like, my body was literally telling me, like, you need to get this all out of you. Like you have been poisoning mm-hmm. yourself for years. Like mm-hmm. get this out. So you just, I was just get this devil out of your system for lack of a better word. Yeah. Guttural, like bile kind of vomit. Ooh, just what a like, word uses bile. That's yeah. deep. That's enriching. It's, you just feel it. Like you don't eat like pretty much 12 hours before you do this. So you're running on empty anyways. <laughs> so you're puking up whatever water you have. Ugh. And then the medicine and, and bile. it's like you are expelling it from your system Mm. and it like it feels good Mm. it feels so um orgasmic cathartic Mm. feels natural yeah it just feels good um so this that reminds me so the second time doing my stomach's feeling a little bit more upset and i was like oh i don't want it to come up you know too fast because it needs to stay in your system for about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to really work um, so I'm sitting up at detention a little bit more and really focusing on my meditation at that point in time. Uh, and then finally I'm like, okay. And I start leaning back and the visuals were a little bit more intense this time. Right. Um, I would say, so I'm going to classify it. The only way I can really like portray this as like kind of like a Japanese funhouse <laughs> type of thing going on in my mind. And you know, like, um, you know those those jester hats that have like those three points that kind of yeah. come out? Like the ones you see at Mardi Gras shit. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of that was like coming across my like field of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, except it was checkered and kind of in the middle of each checker where they met, the lines met, there was like this little like face kind of like looking at me. Uh-huh. And it was just like. Was it a face you've seen before or a face you've never seen no. before? No. Was, was it like, a joker? Was it a joker? It was like the female Joker. Do you know from Holly the cartoon? Queen? Yeah. A little bit of that one right there. So, but like the old animation. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it was like, Harley Quinn, the old Harley Quinn. Yeah. So it's like the little like horn thing and then like the face with the horn like looking at you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like judging or haunting or taunting or anything like that. It was kind of like, and it's very weird to think about this, but it's, it's talking to you without talking to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like looking at me and it's just kind of like, 
you ready for this? <laughs> like, kind of like, you know, you know, like you're coming in. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, hey, you hey Steven, welcome to my bounce house. Hey, this is about to happen. Are you ready? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And so I'm kind of like, it kind of weirded me out a little bit. And I like, kind of like tried to open my eyes to like ground myself a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay, this shit's getting crazy. Uh, hold on tight. Uh, yeah, exactly. Buckle your seatbelts, baby. So that's going on. And then all of a sudden I was like, um, I have to fart and I'm worried about oh. it. So like, and this is like pre-peak. So this is like right before peak. And I was like, I don't really want to go to the bathroom. It's going to be really hard. (laughs) 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 That is a great use of sound effects. All right. You did a great job. That's great. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) So, (laughs) it took a year. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, in my head, I was like, don't trust that part. Well, guy, oh no. So I like got up, I like raised my hand, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I was not in a place to walk, but I was walking. Mm-hmm. This person's like holding on to me, like making sure I'm okay, walking. She's like, step up and then like a step up and then she's kind of walking me like a little child to the bathroom and then there's like people waiting in the bathroom to like kind of direct you like where to go so mm-hmm. like, this one's open and you're like okay you go. <laughs> like sat down i just farted <laughs> and then like as i'm like sitting there i was like you are in it <laughs> and i was just like sitting on the toilet and i was like i'm fucking peeking I need to go back to my bed. And I was just like, I was like, and I go, I go, I go, you gotta get the fuck up and get out of here. <laughs> so I like got up and then like I started walking towards like the faucet and like I didn't poop. I just farted. <laughs> so I like kind of looked at the faucet and she's like, You wanna wash your hands? And I was like, I'm just like peeking. I kind of look at the faucet and I go, no. <laughs> no. 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 Because no. I like I thought about it and then I was like, the process of washing your hands right now is gonna be too hard. <laughs> Ooh, you ha ha, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's so then she like Ooh. starts walking me back and like literally like looking at the grass by the fire, there's like it looked like map lines like going across it and everything's like there's faces in the concrete and I was just like Okay, gotta get back, gotta get back. <laughs> so she's like walking me. Get me I'm, home. Like, I think you're home. I'm like kind of with it. Take me drunk, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> she's like kind of walking me and then like I, go, I look at her and I go, step down. And she goes, yes. <laughs> so I step down and like she walks me back and then I just like get to my mat and I was like fell into it. I was like, I'm home. I was like, I'm here, I'm safe. I have arrived. <sighs> Arrived, so like I get all my blankets and stuff back on me. I brought extra blankets this time. I was wearing two pairs of socks. <laughs> I need a whole parka. Get it? Yeah, I had three blankets and I was just like all covered up. Take me, take um, me, take me as yeah. I am. And so I like get into it and I kind of roll on my side and like I'm peeking. Like there is a lot going on, mm-hmm. and I'm finding it hard to focus. And I'm starting to just kind of dip into it, really. And, um, at some point I like, I was fighting it and they told you not to fight it. And I know I shouldn't have fought it, but it was like very scary to like, kind of let yeah. go. So I kept like fighting, fighting. And finally, like, it's looking at me 
And it tells me, it's like, if you don't surrender, I'm going to make you shit yourself. <laughs> Ooh, man. You and I go, love me. Are you going to hate me? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm feeling it. Like, I'm feeling like my stomach, like being upset. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to fucking shit myself. And I was just like, I was like, and I, there was no like mental, like, where I accepted that I was going to kind of release into it. I think I just got um, honestly very high and very tired mm-hmm. of kind of putting up yeah. and kind of just yeah. dipped into it. Mm-hmm. And then this is kind of where the magic really happened. So I dipped into it. And then the first thing that I saw, I had also changed my mantra that night. Um, I had changed it to show me love. So mm-hmm. that's what I really wanted to hear or kind of see and experience and um, show me love. And just because that's your intention doesn't mean that's what it's going to show you. Um, but for me, it really did show me mm. love. So I immediately kind of fell into it and then kind of went on this bird's eye view of, of myself as a child and kind of like laid over on my shoulder and kind of like in the fetal position anyways, and kind of seeing myself from the sky looking down as like a fetus or a child um, and just being completely vulnerable. So you, you let go, you let go. I let go. I was in it and just realized at that point in time, like how vulnerable I was as a human being laying there in the middle of Florida. Was it freeing though? Like did it let you like, you're there. Yes. You're, you're in this point where you're like, yes, I let go. Yes. I surrender to you. Yes, absolutely let go. So it it was just this area of vulnerability, realizing that I am vulnerable in this state here in the middle of nowhere. With Florida. With people I don't know. Right. um, Fucking people throwing up and shitting themselves and completely incapable of handling themselves and other people taking care of them. Yeah. Like... Right there, strangers. They're where do you take, go? Yeah. And the, most of these people are volunteers. Like these, pe- these are wow. people that have like done this experience before, and want to come back and volunteer to help people go through this experience. Mm-hmm. So it is this beautiful, loving community of people, and um, just kind of realizing where I was. So I immediately started. I just kept saying thank you. Part of it was internal. Part of it was external. Gratitude, appreciation. Yeah. Human appreciation. Human appreciation. Gratitude. Just Mm -hmm. saying thank you was just Mm -hmm. pouring out of me. And I couldn't stop it. I just kept saying thank you. Some people were talking. Some people talked to themselves. Some people talk eternally. Um, Some people can't not or totally nonverbal during mm-hmm. this i was talking not very loudly but talking and just saying thank you not th- not only thank you to um the people there that were working but thank you to the universe thank mm-hmm. you to realizing that everything that brought me there was done on purpose mm-hmm. so like everything had lined up in order to get me there i had booked at the right time i i picked the right tent I took the right dose of medication. You know, I was in it and just so thankful to the universe and everything around me. It's just, uh, I, like, I can't express like the gratitude that was just like. It's almost like a, a weight being off your shoulders through yes. gratitude. It completely stripped me of my ego. Like uh-huh. I was a toddler. I yeah. was a toddler in a room and 
totally relying on other people. Yeah. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vulnerability is something I still work on and try to come to terms with. Mostly mostly in the in the relationship arena. You yeah. Know, allowing yourself to let someone in to see you at your worst, best, whatever you want to call it. But like that is something that allows you to connect with people at the most basic human level is having a level of vulnerability and being okay if they fuck you around through it. Like, you know, you have to be okay with them doing the worst to you when you're trying to give your best intentions. Yes. And when you see so many dumpster fires and you know people are trash and you know people can act like one thing would be another, but like you can't worry about that. If you want to go to your next level, you have to be okay with vulnerability and being hurt, catching a motherfucking hot bullet. Yes. But be grateful for that bullet. You, that that allows you to be with the person you need to be with and being okay with the motherfuckers you wasn't supposed to be with in the first place. Like, I was believing, like, you know, people come in life for a season, reason, and lifetime, and it's up to us to understand which of those three they're here for. Yeah. yeah and that's like me being, on, me being high. That's over, yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so kind of from that area of gratitude, it really kind of turned into um, a focus on love. And realizing that vulnerability is love, mm-hmm. Grat- gratitude is love mm-hmm. um, to people, and then kind of just again coming into awareness of where I am and where I am in my life, and just kind of like feeling—I wasn't opening my eyes or anything, but I, you know, the place was vibrating with love. Like realizing that these people are here, like volunteers, like fucking helping people, like while they shit themselves, like you know, that's love. <laughs> that's shit. That's right. love. Ooh. They like see you throwing up. They're coming over. You Dude. also you throw up into your bucket. They come and they take it, and then they bring you a new one. That's love because like, I don't clean my own fucking puke. Yeah, and you speaking of a puke of a stranger, did, did, yeah. did it make you feel more love for your life, you know, the, the, the life you have, or did you like? It re- was it was love for everything. I want to tell you that. When I asked for it to show me love, it showed me love and it showed me love that came out of everything. So realizing that everybody comes from a place of love, I come from a place of love, you come from a place mm-hmm. of love, you come from a place of love. Even people that, you know, might not be the best of people in the world, mm-hmm. deep down, that person is love. Mm-hmm. Like, it's their own love. They have love for things. They are love. They might not express it to you. And again, it's not your place to, you know, have it impose on you at all mm-hmm. um, that they're coming from their own place. So it was a really a larger understanding of people. Mm-hmm. People, people, I feel like so many people want to give love. Mm-hmm. There's no how. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, and it's also like, again, yeah, like you said, like love for myself. And I was like, you got to love yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no reason why you shouldn't love yeah. yourself. hundred percent. So it, yeah. And it, coming back to that and it was like it was like why do you do this to yourself and it really evolved into like this introspective of like i could see like myself like building walls around me Mm -hmm. like literally see myself Mm -hmm. building walls around me um and understanding that that's my ego and that's my ego like building up these walls and especially like within my relationships with other people and at work and like kind of building these walls to like make myself a certain person. Mm-hmm. And it just like came out of me and I was just like, why? Sometimes we confuse walls with boundaries and those two different things like boundaries yeah. and walls. Boundaries is just saying like, I want to keep this certain 
conversation within this understanding. But yeah. I said, but you're willing to let people in to boundaries. Yeah. But Walls is saying, no, you will not get in here. This exactly. is I, this is mine. I'm not sharing, and it's only about me. Yeah. Boundaries saying like, you know this time and place, we're not going to have this conversation, but I'm willing to have this with you at a certain point. And yeah. people confuse boundaries and walls. Yeah. Where boundaries seems to be, in my opinion, more of a positive situation where it's saying, eventually, mm-hmm. I'll, it's a door to a boundary. Mm-hmm. There's a pathway in. But walls, no, you're on this side, I'm on that side. And that's yes. it. And almost like a war to let people in over walls. And yeah. I'm a motherfucker, I'm not finna be fighting to get through this fucking wall. Yeah. You want me here or not? Yeah. If you don't, that's cool. That's on you. That's not me. Yeah. But like, I think sometimes we we have to better equip ourselves with use of language mm-hmm. to explain like boundaries and walls. Yeah. One's one's positive. Everyone should have boundaries or something. Like certain yeah. things we shouldn't talk about for mm-hmm. whatever reason. But you at some point when you're comfortable you will let me in through yeah. the door you built into this boundary. But walls like, no, we're never talking about yeah. this. I'm keeping it to myself. And it powers the ego. That's yeah. very important. So the thing with boundaries is like boundaries is something that you can communicate with somebody else. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I respect myself too much. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, no, I'm respecting my time right now. Mm-hmm. I can't commit to this. Correct. A wall is, I'm not even going to fucking tell you about this wall. Uh-huh. You don't need to know about it. Right. What's behind here, you ain't never going to see. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's, that's what's fucking, maybe, yeah. yeah Never be available. No rest, sir. But, like, space. for me, like, I hold up a lot of walls. But for people that are on the outside looking in, not for the people that are in my my love. Mm-hmm. Like I love everyone that's in the room right now. Like it's it's like yeah, I'm laughing at the ice cube. I get this it's big ass. <laughs> it's just one ice cube. <laughs> I get the fucking Titanic, the Titanic killer in my cup. <laughs> That's literally what it is. My bad. Boysberg, right ahead. Iceberg. That's what I'm talking about. This is love. This is love. This is this is his interpretation of love. I, I, uh, this Titanic killer iceberg in my glass. So, what do you get when you cross the Titanic with the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, shit. A disaster? Halfway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's great. I didn't mean to cut you off. Cecil, please continue. (laughs) No, no, you're good. You're good. I fucked up what you were saying. No, 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 no. The thing I was trying to say was like, (laughs) I have a, like, I have such a another understanding of Steven right now, like that I never knew. Like I've known you for I didn't know this before this. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Right, exactly. And like <coughs> you're you're seeing for the other, like I, I love them and and they're amazing and but like the 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 what you shared with us tonight, it was like fuck man, I had yeah. no idea. And I'm gonna say like a lot of people um during this, they they really equate this to like ten years of therapy, like coming out of it. And I yeah. will say that that is very true for me because I carry a healthy skepticism on a lot of things. Yeah. So like going to a complete stranger and like telling them about like my life and everything, and I'm like, who are you? You know, right. tell me to do anything. To get to a point where I realize that everybody comes from love, and I'm building up walls, and I'm keeping people out. Ah, yeah. That would have taken yeah. forever to come to that yeah. conclusion to where I accepted it. Like the, when 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 my significant other like told me that you've done this, I was like, 
what? Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I had no idea because there was a, not saying boundaries, but like the, we didn't, you and I, like we're, we're, we talk and do all this other stuff. But I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Steven did what? And for me to hear her say that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And sometimes time and place limit us on how we get to know people. You know, you probably hang out in settings and situations mm-hmm. where it doesn't allow for this conversation to happen. And so you don't get to know people to different levels of scopes because of limitations that but, not your reason, not your fault. But even like Steven walking into what Marcus, what you and I are working on, like tonight he he came into seeing what we were working on upstairs and we were talking about it, like I didn't mind. I was like, Steven, like, gets it. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's, of all people, like, he's going to be like, oh, dude, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You guys have this whole show going on right now. And I wasn't even worried about it. I was like, you know, like, a lot of people be like, oh, I don't want them seeing what's going on. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah. Hey, Steven, hey, come on in. You know, like, welcome into our world, what we're doing. You know? And that's what I'm like, so like excited about. It's like, you know, he gets it. And after I explained like what we were doing, he was like, "Oh my god, that's fucking amazing!" Yeah, a whole new world. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> I need me a little carpet. Yeah. Steven, you wanna? Uh, Did we finish our game too? I got a couple more. Things. He's not. Oh, like, yeah, yes. done. Yeah, Go, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So also like coming out of it, I started to come out of it. And again, I, I think I metabolized it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so those same people that were having those horrible trips the night before were having these same trips again. But this time, like once you're in it like enough with the medicine, you don't realize what's going on around me, mm-hmm. what's going on around you. So I kind of realized that what these people were going through and entirely new perspective on what these people were going through. They were coming from a place of vulnerability and love in this space. It wasn't scary. Like, the first night, it scared the shit out of me. This night, it was like, I get what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And I was I just, just like, can't you? I was just Vulnerability like, is love. I kept, like, looking at these people, and I was like, it's gonna be okay. I was mm-hmm. like, you're coming from a place of love. And I was, like, just completely into it. You have the language now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things, like, that they were talking about before, so, like, they're talking about does your you know higher being come from love and i was like yeah and i'm like yeah of course it does. <laughs> of course yes it does. bitch yes <laughs> and then like just realizing that the only way out was through the only way yep. to get to where i was was to go through that love. experience mm-hmm. and it was it turned from like granola shit that this guy's telling me in a tent to like holy shit no one's ever gonna <laughs> understand this unless they do it yeah and, um but yeah, so that whole experience really took about four hours that night mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for just a short period of time. Um, kind of woke up and started like coming back to it and like brought my journal this time. So I started journaling. Um, interesting thing about the journal is your eyes are real fucked up. Like mm-hmm. I was writing, I couldn't read anything that I was writing. <laughs> At some point I was like, is this pen working? <laughs> so I'm like looking at it through one eye. I'm like, do I call the lady over and ask if she can see my writing? <laughs> I'm writing it huge. So like the very part of this journal, which I entitled the only way out is through. Um, I started like writing my mantras and everything. And then this is like my writing from. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to let you know, it did quit writing. Right uh, here. Okay. 
<laughs> the pain did yeah. die. So I was just like, uh. Um, uh that's yeah, hilarious. So I, I started journaling, um, and it was it was great. Um, I, I I really feel like like I have to go through that. Yeah. So do you want to read what I wrote when I was really high? I just Absolutely. Yes. One hundred percent. So I wrote everything led me to this. The doses. Um, the acceptance to feel um, care for or care for and allowing myself to find my truth. Building up a wall is just to break them down here so I can grow and love. Vulnerability equals love. People equals love. Me equals love. Love is everywhere and everyone. Fucking, that's so deep. Mm. So fucking deep. Yeah, it was just, mm-hmm. it was great. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I think you're saying that. Yeah, no. My pleasure. Mm. So yeah, coming out of it, I feel, um, like, I feel like a harp. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. so fucking deep. Man. Yeah, like, and it's just like, like it's so true. Yeah, it All is. Of it's true. It is. It is a hundred percent true. And like, I'm just like sitting there, like, fuck, man. Stephen, I appreciate you coming on and like expressing how you felt through that journey yeah thank you thanks for having me yeah man like it's 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 some shit that like i don't even know how to express it like it's just like it's deep (laughs) so word of advice anybody that's wanting to do this it's scary it's um take some time and preparation to kind of really get yourself into what you're looking for um it's definitely not for everybody Um, but I think the big takeaway from this is, is that when you do it, no matter what you do from talking to people, from the people that work there, Mm -hmm. nobody comes out of this and is like, holy shit, I am wrecked for life. Mm -hmm. It is people coming out of it and was like, I needed to see that. Mm -hmm. I, it wasn't pretty, but I needed to see it. Yeah, and they come out of it, and you're kind of like in a daze, and you're walking around, and um, but everybody is like completely love it. accepting and understanding of what happens. Lies are pretty. Themselves. The truth is ugly. Yeah, <laughs> the truth is hard. Yeah. Bullshit's easy. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone runs from the truth because it's hard to look at it. Damn, Stephen, thank you for sharing, man. Like I appreciate it so fucking much that you shared this experience with us. Like we've talked about it in the in the past, like we've talked about like doing the burning man and doing all the drugs associated with burning man. But like, I'm just like, man, no, no, we need to do the ayahuasca. Yep. I mean, and burning man. Well, we, I mean, first yes, things first. yes, not at the first same things time, first. No, 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 absolutely. No, first <laughs> things first. First things first. Yeah. Ayahuasca yeah. definitely first. Then burning man, we go on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Steven, uh, Sue, do you want to disclose where people can follow you at? Oh, I am not on any media right now. Look at guy. You you are you living in peace and harmony. Yeah. So right yeah. before I went, it was like, you know, be careful of what you're letting into your space. Exactly. Uh, be careful yeah. of, you know, watching any sort of like violent <laughs> shows or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like protective. I deactivated my Facebook. I deleted my Instagram. Oh, wow. I am, am living like. 
the best life. Just like not worried about it right now. Right. I'm yeah. totally like coming off of it. You're very susceptible to things for like three days and you kind of live in this glow. And yeah, you're raw. Like you're, you're stripped raw. to, especially if you've spent so much time building up barriers and walls and this nuclear warhead comes in and tears that shit down and wipes that bitch off the planet. You raw as fuck. Yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like he is in this place of love that like is on a level we can't understand yet. Yeah, I mean, I, well, no, I not get it to that I degree. Absolutely, I cannot. But like, I understand. Like, it's just hearing him understanding the difference between barriers and walls, and how deep he was attached to the alcohol to give him a level of peace that he was never going to achieve through a device that was meant never to give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> he that 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 trip needed to show him that love is the only key to anything he wants to succeed and be successful yeah. as a human. He had to be stripped down to his lowest, his highest amount of humanity through that Waska trip for him to be the person he needs to be for others. He's not, he understands now his life ain't about him. It's about how he can help others. And it's through love. Yep. hundred percent. I love you guys. And this big ass ice cube in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Love yourself. Well, we got Stephen. Anything you want to leave us off with? And I thank you for coming to uh, the Solardian and being our, our Waska ambassador of the tribe. Absolutely, you are yeah, the welcome pioneer, to the tribe, man. Like, to welcome. Here. You are a pioneer. I can't clap because you're not into that. So that's what kids one of my favorite things to do. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we want to thank Steven. I'll give him a, a very Stephen Blythe. <laughs> Stephen Blythe for coming to Cognac Corner. God damn, I said Cognac Corner. I'm so sorry. This the Sulardians. Wow, I might be replaced soon, guys. Apparently, I can't do my part. So, if anybody's looking to pick up a podcast job, I'm looking to replace my partner because apparently you can't tell the difference between. Uh, Kanye Corner and the Celardians. Can we thank Stu? Stu, what is, Stu? How, can, how can I plug Stu? What, where's the Stu card at? Stu? Stu? Stu is... A big Stu media. A big Stu media? Uh, Stu, what am I supposed to say? I don't I need... What am I supposed to say? Big Stu media? Where can we find you, Stu? Stu has changed our life for the better. Big Stu films on all platforms. Big Stu films on all platforms. Stu is life changing. I don't know where my life was before I met Stu. I look forward to the future. It's going to be very bright. We have a bright, bright future ahead of us. Nova bright. 2020 is going to be be the game changer. It is. It's going to be. Cecil, got any closing remarks? Uh, Love yourself and love each other. <laughs> Bitch, that's, that's, my, that's my closing, ho. <laughs> Don't steal my love, motherfucker. This is how it all turns to shit. <laughs> you still have my closing. <laughs> uh, no, I, the last thing I would leave people with is like, not like, but it is like, just listen to what Stephen said in his whole podcast because that's. This shit I'm talking about. Everything in life is love. Everything. Everything is love. The the quicker we understand that love is love, 
and we love everybody, and everybody is just living a. We're all living the same life in a different perspective. The core when you all come together. And I will uh, close this with this. If the kingdom of God is in you, wherever you go, you should leave a little bit of heaven behind. For those in the back, if the kingdom of God is in you, wherever you go, you should leave a little bit of heaven behind and love yourself, love each other, and love is all we got. Peace. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.